What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Clutch Picks Podcast. Week 10 NFL action here. I am here with my friends, my co-hosts, Charles Giacometti, Jason Anderson, and Nico D- I'm sorry, Nico's out tonight. Ooh, I know, I know, I know. Nico's out tonight. Nico's out tonight. We have with us our friend, Jock, what's his name? Billy Pert. Don't yes, get it wrong. Billy, Billy Pert. Pert. Colin Pertle, hopefully we'll see him on once the NFL slate stops. We'll get him on for some basketball games. Hopefully someone could talk some hockey with me, but we'll see. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Clutch underscore Picks 1. We give out free picks. We had a fucking phenomenal week last week. Five and one. Five and one. It took us back to over 63% on the year. We are hitting at unreal numbers again. We fucking told you guys we were going to get back on track last week. And if you didn't listen to us, shame on you. I'm not holding back. I had a great week. I don't know about you guys, but I pretty much just tailed our picks. So I have no complaints at all. Jock, how about you? I like how you said we got we, we were fucking back on track. And those are two things I like, fucking and winning money. Those are two things everybody should enjoy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it was a good That's time. That's not wrong. It was a good time. I mean, I, I enjoyed myself. I won some money, watched some football, you know, fucked around. I, I shot a deer today, which was nice. Uh, and Jason ripped its guts out for me. So that was even better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck, I had a good week. Uh, I'm back in Philadelphia and uh, ready to ready to get going. Yeah, Sundays are Sundays at this point. You know, we win, we make <laughs> money, we kick ass. But... I lost on another player prop again. I took Matty Stafford over two and a half touchdown passes, and everyone in America knows what happened with that one. But, I mean, the rest of us, the guys, I mean, we really cleaned the slate perfectly this week, five and one. Oh, yeah, you guys, as a fan of the show, I always tell you guys, and definitely been positive weeks, and especially this past week, a uh, super solid week for you guys. Thanks, Bert. Uh, we, we appreciate that. We know you're a uh... <laughs> We know we know you're a loyal listener, so so uh, thanks for the support. Number there, one fan, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, we're going to get right into it. Obviously, save some time, shave some time off this one. So, without further ado, our Thursday specialist, Jock. This one's going right to you. We have Baltimore at Jason's Dead Fish Miami Dolphins. Ravens are minus seven and a half. Spread is forty six and a half all across the slate. What are you taking here? I think I know the answer. Yeah, this is going to be a blowout game. Lamar's back in Florida, and he is going to make a statement. Thursday night game, he's going to be out there by himself, and it's just going to be a Lamar game. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants. I know that it really comes down to offensive line play, and I think the Ravens are going to be able to control the run game. They're going to be established the offensive line. Um, Lamar is going to get out in space. And I just don't think the Dolphins could go four, four quarters with them. I think this is an easy two-score game. This is a two-score cover. I know the Dolphins after a win and everything, but they're 0-1 against the spread after a win. They only have two wins. Um, <laughs> I love but, how you throw that in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that the Ravens are just a, a more complete team, kind of you know, getting ready for a playoff-ready roster. So I just see, I just see this as a two-score game. I, I just really don't see the hook meaning much. So I'm just going to lay the money you know, with the better team, the better roster, the better run game, and the better offensive line with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Before Jason starts yelling at you, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I'm tailing you here. I think you're on, you're on the right play, especially with uh, with Justin Tucker back there. You don't really have to worry about any missed kicks or anything. So I'm going to tell you here, two-score game for sure. I could see this. You know, Ravens winning by 10, even though that sun will be beaten down at 8.20 p.m. out in Florida. So, you know, that's Jason's big kicking point, that that Miami heat, baby. We know it's going to be hot down there. So I'm with you, Ravens, all the way. I'm also telling you guys, I mean, why not? Uh, I was actually just saw Lamar in person, and holy shit, it's – I think he might kill the Dolphins. Anderson always talks about that Miami Heat bullshit, and guess what? Lamar's <laughs> from Miami, so he's going to be bringing that heat down to Miami. So, uh, I don't know. I think Lamar's going to be running all over that field. Uh, what the hell is Tua going to do? What, he's done nothing all year. It's not. I mean, it's not his all his fault. I'm not going to blame. Uh, that offensive line is horse shit. I can see Coyce Campbell just eating up Tua all day, and like you guys said, I think it will be – 
two possession game. I could see Ravens winning by fourteen easily. Wow, Pert coming in hot. Oh my I mean, lord. You Here got Justin Kirk. Tucker, he's not gonna miss a field goal. You got Lamar who will probably run for a hundred yards again. I mean what Dolphins they stink. What have they shown? I I was a big believer in Miami and now I'll be honest, I'm not. I, I was I was on the tour train and sadly no more. It's he's what has he done? They've done nothing. I feel bad for Anderson. As a Vikings fan, that says a lot, even. I think we're covering the seven-and-a-half spread fairly easily. We saw what happens when the Ravens, they played a team versus, versus a team like Detroit. They could come in sleepwalking. They're going to try to push around and bully Miami. I expect Miami to pull out some trick plays, some shit you normally don't see on prime time, and they're going to keep it within seven-and-a-half points. And they got a little taste of the winning again, and I think they're going to come back and play with a little bit more energy. Not sure if Tua's going to be playing. It doesn't matter because he's got the broken finger. But I think you get a little taste of winning, you come back, you play hard again, and they keep it within seven and a half. And if they win, hooray. Tua's got the stinky finger, I think. He broke his finger. Whoever's that QB, they're not covering. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Jay, Jay, I really think the biggest question mark in this game is the offensive line. I could. It's... Do you think the the Dolphins' offensive line could is a touchdown? Could keep them within a touchdown of, of the Ravens? We're gonna need a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown. There's something crazy, and I, I can see it happen. Why not? Yeah, Lamar, he, he's bound to throw an interception, but. Can the Bucket. Dolphins convert oh, off that? I'm not, I don't know. I'm not throwing money on it. I'm just going to be sit there. I just think they can keep it within a touchdown. It is, Thursday night always helps the home team, I'd say. So. Eh, fuck it. The Ravens, they're going to have a short week. Everyone, short week for everyone. But oh, yeah, especially coming off of Going on OT the road, win. fuck it. Fuck it. Who knows? Not interested in it besides You're not wrong. Crazy shit has happened on Thursdays. Okay. All I think right. I'm hot on Thursdays, too. <laughs> Jock, you have been. I, I will say that you you are. That's why I refer to you as our Thursday night specialist. You you rarely miss on Thursday. I actually, you know what? I will be as bold to say I don't know if you have missed a Thursday night. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't We'd think so. To, we have to go to the record books. We we can check. We'll check and, and we'll keep you guys updated on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, be sure to follow us. Clutch underscore picks one. <laughs> All right, next game, Jay. We're going right back to you here. We have New Orleans at Tennessee. Tennessee right now, you could get them in DraftKings for minus two and a half. All the other books, they're minus three. Over-unders, 44 and a half. Jay, what do you got? I think it's time the Saints make a little quarterback change here and go to more of a dual threat type of action here versus the Titans. Taysom Hill should be running the show, and I'm going to take the Saints plus three here. The Titans are due for a stinker. If you watch that Rams game, they're really – the story of the whole game was the two first-half turnovers. Other than that, offensively, they did nothing. And I don't think it's a crazy argument that the Saints' defense isn't better or if not the same as the Rams. And they're going to come in hungry because the Titans have been playing so well and hot, and they're going to try to make a statement, and they might win the game. I think you might be crazy on that one, actually, if, especially with Trevor Simeon starting. Um, I know you're – I'm actually a big Ryan Tannehill hater, but um, – I don't know. Trevor Simeon, quarterback, he's probably a D-grade version of Tannehill. So I don't blame – I'm with you. I think they should be playing Taysom Hill. But right now it looks like it's Trevor Simeon. Until then, I think you just roll with a hot hand, and that's Tennessee. Or, Even without Derrick Henry, they showed last week that they don't – they obviously need him, but they don't need him that much as much as we thought they did. What do you yeah, mean per- they didn't need him that much? What the fuck do you mean? They had like they, 200 they total yards of offense. Everyone like thought the Rams were going to win by like 140 yards passing, like 50 yards. I mean, obviously, but yeah, but you could win games with their defense. Their defense is solid. Yeah, but you can't rely on two. Like, no, you can't. But if you take this, those away, that's going to be the Saints. The Saints is going to be relying on their defense. Trevor Simeon, what the hell are you going to? What's he going to do? I think the Saints' defense is better than the Titans and the Rams. I think that we are going to have a 2v2 with Pert's first game on the podcast because I'm tailing him. I'm on Tennessee minus two and a half here in DraftKings. I already put my bet in. I already put my bet in before the show. Jock's favorite team is the Saints. It's all in his hands right now. Yeah, we're going to have a 2v2 here. Yep, I figured that. Let's go. 
Yeah, we're going to have a 2v2 here. But here's here's the moral of the story. I think the Titans have a great front four. I think their defensive front four is is some of the best in football. And you know, the Saints offensive line deserves some credit here. They've done a pretty good job protecting the quarterback and being able Sean being able to allow Sean Payton to open a playbook, you know, wide enough to fit Trevor Simeon, just get him in rhythm at some point. We saw it in the second half of the Falcons game. Um, you know, he stated on record that it, that film was tough to watch. And you know, I, I agree with Jay. You, you just got to get Taysom Hill more involved in the game. I know he was coming off a concussion, uh, but they just have too many weapons. I'm seeing Kamara's uh, a little bit banged up. They're signing some guys to the practice squad. But, you know, he's a Swiss Army knife, and you just expect him to play because uh, you, you need him. But, you know, when it comes down to it, it's all about defense. And the Saints defense – you know, it's it's that's championship caliber defense, if you ask me. You just need that offense to click. Um, but yeah, I think the Saints are the team to shut down t- Tennessee here. Um, you know, I know they're playing hot, but I got the Saints coming off a loss here. You know, give me the Saints with the points. Okay, so I I wasn't even going to bring it up because we didn't have one last week. But so this will be a new two v two. We got Corey and Pert, Jason and Jock. I, I we're going to text Nico and see if, if he's going to take – obviously, he will. He's a Titans fan. And that way, we'll count it towards our 2v2 record, too. Right now, um, Nico and I are 6-1 and one against uh, Jock and Jason on the 2v2, so we're going to look to extend that. I know that uh, you know these guys know what they're talking about, so this one kind of scares me a little, but I like that Pert kind of took the lead there and, and, and came right out with Titans. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up with that one, but put it on your schedule. schedule sorry. 2v2, Titans and Saints. Sunday at one next game up. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars at my Indianapolis Colts right now. Colts are minus 10 all across the board over under is 47 and a half all across the board. Best odds. If you're going to go over are in DraftKings right now, you can get it minus one Oh five. I'm not sure what to do here. I always say that, but then the Colts go and play these bad teams and they fucking smoke them. They beat the jets by Three, I mean, two scores, technically 15 points. They beat the Titans by 35, I think. Ten, or Jacksonville is playing better, but I think the Colts, you know, just know what's at stake here. That wild card spot in the AFC is still open for them. And I think they're going to come out guns blazing. Jonathan Taylor, two touchdowns. Michael Pittman, a touchdown. I mean, this is going to be a good game for the Colts, and I'm going to be all over them to win by 14. I think the Colts is a good pick. Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be out this week. And, you know, normally when a, a shitty team, they play, um, you know, they play a good game versus Buffalo. They're not going to, you know, stack two in a row like that. And they're not going to stay within 10 of the Colts. No way. I got the Colts by 17. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, expe- I expected the Jets and Colts to be a close game, but obviously the Colts proved me wrong there. I mean, obviously the Jags, somehow pulled off something a miracle you could say against Buffalo but I think yeah without Lawrence I mean he may play but even with him I think Colts should win this since as you said they still got something to play for so might as well try to get that uh big win Corey what's that over under number one more time 47 47 and a half I'm gonna take the under 47 and a half. I was worried about the hook. I'm going to take the under 47 and a half. Jacksonville is two and six against the over 75% hitting the, hitting the under. And, you know, I just think there's too much offensive uncertainty in Jacksonville right now. And like Jay said, you're not going to stack a win and stacking a win. You need to score a lot of points because I don't think that defense could do what they did last week. So I'm going to, I'm just going to run with the under, hope the Colts just blow them out. So I guess I would take Colts minus 10 and a half and the under here as well. Wow, kiss of death. Jock, you had a great idea last week. Our plan, we're all going to throw money in a bankroll and take our kisses of death. So we're going to try yeah, that this week. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the NFL right now without Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. Hines is actually starting to click. Hines is even. They're, they're a good team. Pittman, they're a good, solid team. I see them beating the Jags pretty good. Yeah, Pittman, Pittman surprised me. I mean, even, dude, in fantasy, he's like wide receiver number seven, which – I, I took him. I don't even think I drafted him. I think I got him off waivers in our league, in all honesty. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll pick him up. So I'm looking forward to that game for sure. No doubt. All right, Jock, you're up next. We have the Detroit Lions 
at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right now, Pittsburgh is minus nine and a half, minus eight in DraftKings, minus eight and a half in FanDuel. Over-under is 42 and a half on DraftKings, 43 on FanDuel. I mean, kind of all over the place here. So that may depend on what you take. I mean, one and a half is a big switch here. So go ahead, walk us through what you're going to do. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win this game. I don't think anybody's going to question that. Uh, They're coming off a pretty narrow victory to the Bears. Um, But I just think the Steelers are a more complete team. I don't know if they cover, um, especially because the spread's so sporadic. Um, I think they should cover by two scores. Um, If it gets to eight, I'd probably take it. Or I could buy a hook down to eight if it gets to it on game day. I think I'm going to go with Steelers minus eight here as my pick. Yeah, that is my only play. Right now, DraftKings, Tuesday night. Minus eight, my only play. I'm taking it right now. I'm putting it in as soon as I stop talking about it. Other than that, I'm not touching this game. I think it could go anywhere. You know, Detroit, Detroit's still looking for that first win, but Pittsburgh at home, I doubt it. I do think they could play a competitive game. So I'm going to get Pittsburgh minus eight early and fucking forget about it. Yeah, I'm not touching this game at all. I could, both offenses I think are bad. Big Ben and Goff, not very good quarterbacks. If anything, I would touch the under. Um, I'm looking at the scores of Detroit right now. And I could just see Steelers is hard pound, Pennsylvania football defense. And I could just see a low scoring game, 28 to 7 Steelers. If I, yeah, if I had to do anything, it would just be the under. I don't give a fuck about either team. I'm not touching this game. I won't even turn it on for a second. I got nothing to say. Not even like Steelers defense looking decent, nothing at all. Don't care. I think it's going to be a boring game. I mean, Big Ben, Jared Goff, who wants to watch those two at quarterback? Yep, yep. I I do not disagree with you guys. So, All right, Jay, that's okay because you're coming up right now. We have Tampa Bay at Washington. Tampa Bay minus nine, minus nine and a half on both DraftKings and FanDuel. Over-under is 51 on DraftKings, 51 and a half on FanDuel. What do you got? I think the only play here is Tampa Bay. I mean... I think they're two touchdowns better than the Redskins either way, no matter which way you look at it. Um, I think they're going to kill them in the passing game. And, you know, the Redskins, they have no identity on offense, and they're just going to struggle on this one. They got no shot. Yeah, I'm with you as well, especially last time Bucks played, they got spanked by the Saints. Every single time that happens, I feel like Brady just comes back and just smokes whoever he's playing next. And, I think Washington is going to be the next victim, especially with Heineke. Although the Bucks secondary, it's not the best. I don't think Heineke, he has looked decent, I'll say, but I think you can't ever go wrong with betting on the GOAT, and I think Anderson's right. I think betting with the Bucks is the right move. Yeah, especially, Pert, I think it's good that you touched on Bucks defense because their secondary isn't the best, but their run defense is the best. Right now mm-hmm. they have the, the least yards per carry, yards allowed per game for uh, for rushing, everything. So, I think taking that aspect out of it for the football team, foreskins, sorry for the foreskins, and Tom Brady coming off a loss, I foresee Tampa Bay winning this game by 10, if not more, minimum 10. So I'm going to be on Tampa Bay as well. I, I like the play from you, Jay. And um, Pert, you just kind of reinforced my pick. So I, I'm with yeah, you. I, think, I also think Antonio Gibson is also questionable. So without him, it might, he's really – him and uh, – Carrier, the only weapon. So without one of them, it's going to be hard to beat Tampa. I'm going to date back to 2012 here. So I'm I'm doing a little history here. We're back in 2012. Oh, middle school? 2012, <laughs> they hit the over. They played again head-to-head. 2014, they hit the under. 2015, they played head-to-head. Hit the over. I love where this is going. Oh, my God. 2018, they hit the under. I'm turned on. 2021, 20, <laughs> they hit the over. They were due for an under. Oh, over the under. And this is the this is the highest point total it's ever been with these two teams, dating back to 2012. Actually, I'm going to go all the way down to 1989. I still don't. <laughs> I don't see a number that high. I'm taking the under. It's a mortal lock. I think it's a mortal lock. This, Ooh, this, under this, against the goat? Oof. No, no, this is a historic bet. This is a, look at these numbers. I don't see 51 and a half 
anywhere. I'm yeah, but Tom Brady, Tom Brady also wasn't on no. the Bucks then. <laughs> no, no, this is history, dude. This is history. This is put in Bucks and under in right now. Yeah, J- Bucks, Jay, Jay's Bucks literally. I know you guys won't see this. We'll we'll post it on Instagram. But Jason is literally on his phone placing this bet as we're talking about it. I did. I mean, Corey, I'm turned when on. We go to the casino. When we go to the casino, it goes red, black, red, black, red, black. What do you do? Red. If it's red, then black. You go back with red, right? This is a I, trend. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. Trend. But you this see, is, you always uh, bet against the trend. I bet. See, that's the thing. You always bet against the trend, and I always bet for the trend. So you're switching up, and you're saying this is so strong that you're you're betting on the trend. Dude, yeah, we're talking about years and years. I'm I'm remortgaging my house. I'm refinancing my house. I'm selling the truck. I'm going to put $400,000 on this under. Years Jesus. and years of... <laughs> yeah, I wish. I fucking wish I could just say, oh, yeah, let's do that. No, I'll probably put a... I mean, I'll, I'll, Jock, I love that. You know me. I'm a big... I'm a big statistically... Like, just everything about it. So, what I'm going to take the under you guys see, sure. though? I just... Uh... 35 30, 10 31 nothing 31, I could see I could see 51-7 to be honest with you 31 oh, 17 the over that 31 17 31 17 I always feel like though whenever we feel like the buccaneers are going to smoke a team they always especially in the first half I feel like they kind of start off slow give the other team a little hope and then honestly a second half live well, bet I think would be the move for this game well, it's too late now because I'm turned on, so I'm doing it. <laughs> Corey, a little something, a little something here, just to back your underplay. Offense to stat comparison: the Bucks are converting on 49 percent of their third downs compared to the Foreskins, only converting on 34 percent of their third downs. That means defenses are getting off the field when playing the Foreskins, meaning no points are being scored. So I like the under. Four skins aren't scoring points, boys. It's going to go down in history. I'm on it. I'm going to say it again just for emphasis. I am turned on. I'm taking the under. I'm horny, and I'm taking the under. (laughs) (laughs) That's a new Twitter bio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm horny, and I'm taking the under. (laughs) All right. right. I got to calm down because I'm up next. Shit. I got to breathe. I'm sweating. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Next game, we got Carolina at Arizona. Back on track. Okay, focus up. We know that we're horny. We're taking the under. I don't think we're doing it in this game. Right now, we got Panthers plus 10. So Cardinals minus 10 all across the board, not moving at all. Over-under is 44 in DraftKings, 44 and a half in FanDuel. You guys know where I'm going with this. Fuck those stupid fucking Panthers. I hate the Panthers. I mean, if there was one team that I could just watch their demise and have the biggest smile on my face, it's the fucking Panthers. I hate the Panthers. We know that because they ruined a massive, massive parlay for me two weeks ago. I haven't touched any of their games since besides when Jason told me to because he's been hot recently and I tailed him a couple last week and the week before. So besides when Jason said take the Panthers, I didn't take the Panthers. I'm not fucking taking the Panthers this week. I love the Cardinals. Kyler Murray coming back. DeAndre Hopkins coming back, at least I think. I didn't really look into that depth with it, but if this spread is minus 10, they have to be. Cardinals will win this game 45-3. to End of story. I'm on Cardinals. Minus 10 all day, every day. I love the Cardinals. They're back. Cardinals are back. They're back. Not a a bad idea to drop the hammer on that one now because uh, I saw online that Sam Darnold's probably going to be out this week. Not like it matters anyways because he plays as good as a backup to begin with, but... Perto, we had this discussion. Who was it? Where we said, if you're fuck, oh, if you're Zach Wilson's backup, you must be pretty shitty. You yep. know? <laughs> but it turns out, if you're Darnold's uh, backup, turns out Ooh. Mike White, he's he's not bad. He's probably better than Zach Wilson. But um, <laughs> if you're Sam Darnold's uh, backup, you got problems. You got serious problems, and you sh- clearly shouldn't be playing on Sundays. The Cardinals getting, I mean, beating them by more than ten points is fucking simple. Yeah, I think you're both right. Uh, the Panthers got Philly legend, Temple legend, uh, PJ Walker at quarterback, it looks like this week. So, uh, 
that just explains it. Uh, I don't remember the last time Temple was ever good at football and the fact that there's a quarterback <laughs> from there in the NFL. That was when Michael Farrell was there. When Michael yeah. Farrell was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out oh to our God. boy Farrell. <laughs> oh but my God. exactly, P.J. Walker, what was he in, like the summer football league or something? And that's where I think he belongs. Uh, Cardinals, I – I thought the Cardinals were going to lose last week uh, with freaking Colt McCoy at quarterback, and uh, they won by 14. Uh, now with Murray Hopkins back, uh, they're at home. I think it's going to be a steamrolling over that Temple shit quarterback. Hey, listen, when Philly Pert talks about Philly things, you just follow. You don't You don't open your mouth. You just follow. You just tell. You just go. He's Philly Pert. He knows Philly Peter Pert, Pert, baby. Shout out to our Sixers for actually getting spanked right now, but <laughs> they're looking good. They're looking good. But you know, you just shut your mouth and you do it. So if he says Arizona by ten, it's Arizona by ten. 10 yeah. And PJ Walker's a, a Philly legend for actually being so shit. So <laughs> you know, call him a Philly legend. He's a piece of shit, and he's gonna get shit on. You know, by Kyler and the boys. I, who even knows if Kyler plays? You, they they could probably play them yeah, blindfolded. I mean, they could play Colt spread. McCoy back there and yeah. shit on them. Last all. week, the last week, my lock of the week was Cardinals minus two and a half. I took it on Tuesday, and it still hit. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not really worried about that at this point. The only thing that I know is fuck the Panthers. I'm gonna say it again because nobody said it enough. Fuck the Panthers. Okay, one more time. Fuck the Panthers. Fuck the Panthers. I'm good. Okay. Fuck the Panthers. All right. Pert, you're up next. We got your first headline game up here. <laughs> we have your boys, the Minnesota Vikings. That's right. We didn't introduce you properly. You're a Vikings fan, so feeling the pain this year. We got the Vikings <laughs> at the Los Angeles Chargers. Right now, Chargers minus two and a half. Okay. Not a bad spread. Over-unders, 53 in DraftKings, 52 and a half in FanDuel. Looks like that's going to shift. I see it kind of moving already. Go ahead. Walk us through it. Yeah, you said uh, pain this year. Um, as a Vikings fan, it's pain every year. And as I've always said, I'm used to it by now. Um, every single week, they let me down. Just this past week in Baltimore, uh, OT, they let me down. Every week, they just let me down. And I expect this week to be the same. Chargers are, I think, a much superior team than us. I also kind of hope we lose. I really want us to fire our coach. He's fucking shit. Our GM wow. shit. Everyone shit. Oh, my shit. God. We have such good weapons. But then we have the most incompetent fucking quarterback. One week he looks like an MVP. He'll throw for 400 yards, three touchdowns. Then the next, he'll lose to fucking Cooper Rush. Oh, I don't even want to get started on that week. But, yeah, I think the over and Chargers minus two and a half. As a Vikings fan, I never bet on the Vikings since, like I said, all they would do is just disappoint you. So if these fuckers, they're doing the skull uh, clap. And yeah, uh, <laughs> That's we did that. I would say we, we did the skull clap in Baltimore. And then once we did it, Baltimore scored. And then they kicked the game winning field goal. So, uh, <laughs> yep, that's the life as a Vikings fan. So I think Chargers right. minus two and a half. Am I doing this right? Skull. <laughs> Skull. And then hold up a big L on your forehead. Skull. That's all it is, the Vikings fan. I'm rolling with the Vikings here. Pertle, you're a fake fan. You're a <laughs> I mean, no, I want us to win, but, I mean, how could you bet on Mike Zimmer? No, I know. I have being a Sixers and Vikings fan is the worst. Having Mike Zimmer and Doc Rivers as your two coaches, I'm surprised I haven't had a heart attack by now. Holy <laughs> shit. I could get an elementary kid to coach a better game than both of them, especially fourth quarters. I should have had multiple heart attacks, multiple. Every single week, I feel like I get a text from you, Fox, like saying, you be- I feel so bad for you. And I, all I do is just emphasize the same exact text from week one saying, I'm used to it. Every <laughs> single week. I think the Vikings are fucking horrendous. And they need to get us trained out. They need to quit. Trying to build their team around our star running back. Uh, Trade Dalvin Cook away. Fucking figured something out with Kirk Cousins. Jefferson and Thielen, they're fine. Their defense, I mean, say what you want about Mike Zimmer. He's a respected defensive coach. He's not a terrible defensive coach. I mean, maybe a new GM is needed. I just think the Vikings are very far away from 
contending and anything, especially with that contract they got in their hands with Kirk Cousins. I don't give a fuck about the Vikings. Um, I'm not betting this game. I like the color of their jerseys. Purple is my favorite color. (laughs) That's about the only good thing I could say about them. I like the Chargers here. Obviously, minus two and a half. I think the Chargers win by a field goal without a fucking fluke. Uh, I'm definitely going to have this game on on the spread. I'm probably going to throw it in one of my money line parlays too because I think there's there's some good value there. So um, Chargers just, for me minus two and a half. I just want to say this. I just want to say if anybody listening works for Viagra, we're looking for a sponsorship because okay. all of the boners they've killed. We just with Capertal and all the boner killers drives they had. So anybody from Viagra wants to sponsor our next show and Philly Pert's next segment. I'll be the face of Viagra. Yeah, the boner killer pick of the week. That's what it's going to (laughs) be. The boner killer pick of the week. Sponsored by Viagra. Anderson was right about paying the running backs. I I texted my dad this the other night. That's been the biggest downfall of every single year for my whole life. We have paid a running back over $10 a year, whether it be AP or now Dalvin Cook. And look at every single winning championship team. They have – Shit running backs. They're always disposable. And that's it always starts there. Paying 12 mil to a running back, you can't be doing that. Money needs to be going elsewhere to the offensive line, to corners. We get fucking torched every game. I could go on and on, but, yeah, Vikings stink. Target two and a half. Hey, Pirtle, I'm taking Vikings money line, buddy. God bless you. <laughs> Talk about a bonus. Are you killer. just saying it or are you going to bet it? You're not going to bet it. There's no way you're going to bet it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet it. What is it? Like plus Jay, what, Jay, you, Jay, you come on this show every fucking time we talk about Herbert. Every week that goes by, it doesn't matter how well he plays. He's a developing quarterback. He's a developing fucking quarterback. Fuck it. He is. He's a developing fucking quarterback. <laughs> I'm going that- with it. What does that have to do? (laughs) I'm taking Jason's fucking line. I'm taking Kirk Cousins, more polished, not against a developing guy. Okay. with that, buddy. All right. All right. All right. right. One last line. I just think, you know, the the Vikings, they showed up Sunday versus Baltimore, and they seem to have trouble stacking two of those type of games in a row. I take the Chargers, and I do agree Herbert is developing. He's very – he's so overrated. It's not even funny. Corey, I'm, I'm coming in here. I want to ask Pertle a question. He's on the fucking. He's on the show. Go ahead. Is Zimmer a better coach than Matt Nagy? Wow, good Ooh, question. Are you kidding me? What kind of question is that? No, no. Yes. <sighs> yes. Are you guys right now stupid? Yes. Dude, Matt no, Nagy's Zimmer fucking atrocious. Mike Zimmer. Like... Mike Zimmer is fifty times better than fucking Matt. Nagy. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Zimmer's ways better. are way past the NFL though. Everything we do is this. He's been doing it for the past nine years, and everyone's caught up. Yeah, but it's better than Matt Nagy coaching. He's supposed to be a defensive guru when we're letting up 30 points a game. It's we better lost than to fucking Cooper Rush. Cooper Kirk. fucking – who's Cooper Kirk. Rush? He sounds like a Disney show. Hey, all I know is Mike Zimmer's well-respected. I'm sure everyone Yeah, well-respected. So is fucking Gary Kubiak, and that's how well-respected doesn't win your games. That's why we're just mediocre. Yeah, oh, look at fucking Matt Nagy. Games. Look at Matt Nagy. He's not respected. Joke. He's a joke. Handsome. He's handsome, though. I think one of us four could get on that field and call better plays than Matt Nagy does. Yeah, no. The Bears roster. No shit, though. Look at the Vikings roster. Vikings have Jefferson, Thielen, Cook. We have all these weapons. We should be winning these games. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about that either. We have so many weapons. It's just incompetence that loses these games. I think Nagy's a handsome son of a bitch. I don't know if he's a better coach, though. Jack, two weeks ago, you said he was the ugliest motherfucker you ever saw. He's a bald motherfucker. He beat COVID, too. Fucking tough fucker. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy. But, dude, two weeks ago, you said he's the ugliest motherfucker you've ever seen. So He beat COVID, though. Now now you're in love with him again. Now you're happy. Takes balls, dude. He beat COVID. Okay, back to your regularly scheduled program. Jason, you're up. I'm kind of surprised by this line. We have Kansas City. In that black hole, baby, Las Vegas Raiders. Fuck right off. now, Kansas City minus two and a half. Over under is fifty one and a half. Stagnant across the board, not moving at all. Jay, go ahead. Really don't know, to be honest with you. I don't. I don't have. I don't have a play. I could sit here and make something up, but I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna yeah, pass. I know this is the, dude. This is a tough game. I was just thinking about that, looking at that spread. I mean, 
you know, the Raiders, Raiders at home. home. Raiders at home. I'm fucking with you. Raiders at home. I, I'm done with that fucking nonsense. Even though, I mean, dude, last week they lost to the Giants. So one thing I think is important that they will come back and play well, but I don't think they're going to come back and play well enough to beat the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs last year. They played them tough the second time, but I've been riding against the Chiefs. And usually that's one of my favorite plays is to fade the Chiefs because they made me a lot of money this year by sucking. I don't think this is the case. I think Chiefs will come out and win this game. I think Chiefs win by a field goal as long as nothing fucking crazy happens, especially with all the shit going on in fucking Vegas right now. They just released Damon Arnett for fucking toting around at fucking AK-47 in a video saying he's going to kill somebody in his Instagram DMs. Henry Ruggs, obviously we know what happened with him. There's just so much internal turmoil with that team that I thought, you know, they got over the Gruden thing, but holy fuck, dude, how do you, I mean, it's just week after week after week, it's got to take a toll. I mean, Derek Carr seems to always do the right thing and, and always, you know, like just, just be, just make the right decision, but holy fuck. I mean, a guy can only take so much. I think Kansas City comes out, wins this game by a field goal, at least. Yeah, I'm with Anderson on this one. I'm not touching it since, although the Raiders have had all of the shit show that's been going on, they've shown before that they could prove through the adversity. So, and the Chiefs just aren't the Chiefs this year. Even last week, the Packers, Jordan Love, Jordan Love looked like he was a fucking high school quarterback and they still only beat him by six. Yep. Yep. I mean, oh, the Chiefs are just, I don't know, just, I could see the under happening. I could see the over happening. I just, for anything, you can see uh, the Raiders winning. You can yeah, see I could. That's winning. what I mean. Any, I think this, yeah, this game, is, this is probably the game I would not touch with a ten foot pole. Since I think anything could happen. Since, like you said, anything has happened. Chiefs have sucked. Raiders have come to reversary before, but with all the rug shit now, I don't know. It's going to be hard. Going one pick. Darren Waller, anytime touchdowns. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Going to go increased targets. No rugs. I know Renfro. Maybe Hunter Renfro. I could say Hunter yeah. Renfro, too. I got I got Renfro last week. Jock, you guys saw I said that to you. That was my last play of the week. I'm sitting there, fucking 12.56 rolls around. I'm talking to my dad on the phone, and I'm thinking to myself, I said, who the fuck is Derek Carr going to throw this football to? And I see number, little number 14 running across the sideline. I said, that guy right there, Hunter Renfro. And I went, put it in. I think it was like plus 310. And I oh, hammered, yeah. I mean, I hammered it. I hammered it. And it was a nice well, one. I would also do his receptions as well. Just looking at the past two weeks, he's had seven receptions. And obviously Dude, with Rose so gone, money. it's sort of just him and Waller. And that's all Carr throws to. So he's I would do so over receptions and probably anytime touchdown. He's so for money both, on both third of down. Them. Yeah, oh, I think yes. so. So basically, what I'm hearing here is Waller and Renfro touchdowns. Renfro over passing, I over receiving. I like both of those over receptions. That's what I meant to say. I like both of those. I just think I want to reiterate for the people listening. Everybody knows I fucking fade the Chiefs every week. I fade the Chiefs. I think it is important to note that I am on the Chiefs to cover this week. I just. I, I, this is the first week, first week that I'm betting on the Chiefs. I got a little play here I want to throw in. Deshaun Jackson, take the over on his longest reception of the game. Okay. He's going to be I like replacing Henry Ruggs. He's the guy that's going to stretch the field with some speed. I think Carr is going to hit him deep once. The new guy, right, Jay? Didn't he just get there last week or something? Yeah, yeah just this week, a couple days ago. Chiefs are 0 4 following a win against the number. Oh and four. Wow. We've been talking we've been talking about it all year, how the Chiefs just struggle time and time again to cover the number. Uh, it, it's just so frustrating because you expect so much from a team like that. You just have such high expectations, but they still just don't cover two and seven against the number all year. Oh and four following a loss. Oh man. I'm going <laughs> Waller anytime touchdown. And then I fuck it. Give me Raiders money line too. Yeah. I think Raiders money line would be the play. Since they're guys- home. You know what I'm going to say here now because it's the value play, dude, you know. the value fucking play. Absolutely. If they're going to cover, they're going to fucking win, dude. I mean, Jock, you know what? You might have just talked me into Raiders, actually, because why the fuck would I bet the Chiefs when they don't cover? I mean, I know, I know that. But I just was sitting there looking at this game and I'm like, this is the game that they're going to cover. Now everybody's on to it. Vegas needs a win. So everybody fades the Chiefs this week. Public all fades the Chiefs. 
Sharps, Sharps go Chiefs for once. And guess what happens? The fucking Chiefs cover. So, but guess what? No value. I mean, that's probably plus 160 for Raiders money line right there. That's what I like to see. That's dollar signs. Dollar signs. I like that. I like the value play. Everybody knows that. I'm big on plus money. Anytime you can make it happen, it's a good choice. All right, Pirtle. We're going back to you here. This is our last game before the locks of the week, okay? Our last game. So we need a good one here, right? We have Seattle at Green Bay. Seattle is plus three and a half. So Green Bay with who knows that quarterback, minus three and a half, over-unders 49 in DraftKings, 50 in FanDuel. I'm sure you're going to talk about the quarterback situation in, in Green Bay, so go ahead. Oh, yeah. What a shit show it's been in Green Bay. It's like Hollywood Hills over there, all the drama. Holy shit. I think it's. it looks like both Rodgers and now it looks like Russ Wilson is going to be playing. So um, with this game, I think the play is on honestly over on the over, 49 and a half. I think this game, especially both defenses are in. Seahawks offense put up 31 last week without Russ. So uh, even without uh, Russ back there and having Geno, I think their offense is still moving. Uh, I think Rodgers will have something to prove to all the haters. Uh, and just like Brady, he always shows up when he needs to most. And uh, I could see him uh, dropping 31 this week. But I could also see Russ Wilson dropping 35-31 as well. So I honestly see it kind of like the Baltimore Vikings game. That game was, what, 34-31? Yep. I could see it playing the same way. Both offenses are juggernauts, especially with Chris Carson coming back, Russ Wilson coming back. It's going to be, I think, a fun game. Rodgers will have something to prove. Uh, I doubt he'll, especially after last week, the Packers just looked like absolute shit on offense. So um, I think both teams have something to prove, and I just see uh, points, points, points all on this game. Pirtle, respectfully, I think you're a fucking idiot. Uh, because oh, oh my Because Seattle, Seattle is 1-6-1 against the over this year. That's absolutely terrible. They're hitting 85%. Yeah, so they've had fucking Geno Smith as their quarterback the past fucking I know, I know, the, I know the narrative, but who says Russell Wilson's going to be out there ripping it around? You don't really know what you're going to get. You got fake he's, vax. he's already activated. Yeah, it don't matter. You got fake, fake Vax boy coming out. God knows you do. He's grown like a third thumb or something that we don't know about. You're telling me you could see this game being what? 21 to 14. I don't know about the maybe, but I, I don't know. I see a shoot and the line has moved so much. It started out Seahawks plus five and a half. Now it's Seahawks plus three and a half. If I had to lay the points, I would probably do Seattle. Um, just so because I do see this game being a field goal game and someone winning, uh, an OT, honestly. If I probably, I'm probably going to lay a little bit on this game to go into OT. So I probably see that being probably good value. So might as well. I love it. Pert, honestly, I shouldn't have called you a moron. I shouldn't have used those harsh words. I'm sorry I said You didn't that. call him a moron. You called him, what would you say? What would you call him? Probably an idiot? A, fucking a fucking idiot. idiot. Yeah, that's what it was. When we go to the Sixers game, I'm going to push you from the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> say, oh, who's the moron now, buddy? <laughs> I should have another have beer. Yeah. <laughs> I like Seattle. I like Seattle. Yeah, I like, if points, I had to right? do the points, I'd do Seattle. Seattle's getting points. To be honest with you guys, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to play this week. They won't know until Saturday, and he's been away from the team for a little bit of time, and he might come in a little bit of rusty. And I think Russ Wilson, he's going to be cooking, and they're going to sign OBJ this week, and he's going to be active. And DK Metcalf and OBJ and that one-two punch and with Chris Carson coming back, I think the Seahawks are going to find their feet here a little bit again, and they're going to beat the Packers. They're at home, right? The Seahawks are home. Uh, no, it's oh, no, going to Lambo. Oh, that's tough. But you know what? Russell Wilson, I mean, there's not many quarterbacks better than he is. And I think he's going to be excited to be back, and they're going to find a way to potentially win this one. Fuck it. I'm going Seattle money line. Well, I don't know why. Jay, you're all about weather and elements. It's November. And it's going to be cold in Lambo. It's And Russell Wilson's played in Seattle where he's always raining and it's cold and damp. And if Jordan Love doesn't play, if Jordan Love does play, excuse me, he, he's he's just going to be an absolute shit show. Ball might sail on him a little bit, fumble a snap, just not as mature in the pocket, not as mature with the ball in his hand. You know, if it were to be cold or if he's got to wear the jacket or if he's got shit going on. 
But give me the more experienced guy in Russell Wilson. If Jordan Love plays, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I don't have a play at all, and I'm not going to touch this game. Jordan Love plays Seattle Moneyline. Jason, you talked me into it too, actually. Um, I didn't speak on this game yet, but I am definitely going to take Seattle Moneyline here right now. And then if it changes to where they release or, or announce that Aaron Rodgers is playing, um, that line's going to shoot up. So what I'm going to do is probably take both and see if I could get a little arbitration or arbitrary bet going here and, and maybe, maybe make some, some profit there with, with the injury announcement. So we'll see. But as of now, I'm on Seattle to win this game. Jock, I like what you said. Jason, thank you for talking me into it. You probably just made me some money. So I appreciate it. Now it is time for our locks of the week. All right, so before we get into it, I'm going to run through the lock of the week record here. We got some updates as of last week. We're going to count jocks. I know we didn't post it in the podcast because it was all over the place, but he, his was Green Bay, minus seven, minus six and a half. I don't know what exactly the number was, but we're going to say he hit it because he was on Green Bay there. So Green Bay covered at the time of the game. So, Jock, you move up to two and five. Jason, you're back to even at four and four. Nico, who sadly can't be with us tonight, is at five, one and one, and I'm currently sitting at six and one. That being said, Jay, you're up first here. You have two again this week. Looking to bump that number up and get back to 60% here. So your first one, we have Atlanta at Dallas. Right now, Dallas is minus eight and a half in DraftKings, minus nine in FanDuel. Over under is 54 and a half in DraftKings, 55 in FanDuel. What's your play? I just think it comes down to the fact that Dallas played a shitty game last week, and they're going to bounce back and fucking beat the shit out of the Falcons. Minus eight and a half is nothing. They're going to beat them by 14 at least. I just don't see the Cowboys laying a goose egg two weeks in a row. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, Jay, I'm with you here. I think that is a great play because uh, before this week, Dallas was 7-0 against the spread. Now they're 7-1, and I think just what you said, they're going to be fucking livid. They're going to be angry. They're going to be out there fucking beating the shit out of Matt Ryan. I mean, Kyle Pitts won't do anything this game. This is going to be Dallas all the way, every which way, twice on Sunday. Minus eight and a half, give them to me. Minus nine, give them to me. Yep. Sundays are Sundays. Sundays are Sundays. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I think past couple of weeks have just been kind of fluky for the Falcons. They're... They're not a good football team. Matt Ryan is an okay quarterback. They don't have Calvin Ridley. Their defense is all right. But I think the past couple of weeks, they beat the Saints. Yeah, okay, with Trevor Simeon. I think Cowboys back at home, especially last week against the Broncos, you can't have that happen in uh, Jerry World, uh, especially back-to-back weeks. So I think they're back in Jerry World again against the Falcons. I think it's a 14-point game, like you guys said. Uh I think Prescott and the boys get it back going. C.D. Lamb, Cooper, I think they will be going off today, that night. Give me same game parlay. Zeke, anytime touchdown score. And Dallas to cover this spread. Dallas is just too profitable this season not to bet them in this game. I'm taking them at home. Jay, good pick. Corey, I know you said if we had a bankroll, we should put money on all of the kisses of death. So yep. um, let's put that let's file this one in that, in that cabinet. And you know, let's, let's go after this game. Dallas all the way. Sounds good to me. All right. Pirtle, your first one, buddy. Come on. Let's have a good show in here right now. Your lock. Um, what am I saying right now? Your lock. We have Buffalo at New York jets, Buffalo minus 12 and a half in DraftKings right now. I know that's going to matter to you. Minus 13 and a half in FanDuel. Over-under is 47 and a half in both DraftKings and FanDuel. I kind of gave away your play, but go ahead and tell us why. Yeah, no, I'm going with Bills minus 12 and a half. And luckily for me, it's been dropping. Uh, I noticed the other night, started at uh, 14 and a half. And keep on moving, I'll say. Uh, I'm going to see. It'll probably stop, I think, 12 and a half since uh, I think Bills should be clear to touchdown favorites. I'm looking at the Bills' schedule. They have three losses. Uh, obviously, last week against the Jags was no one knew what happened. 
And then those other two, the following week, they blew out the team. The Bills won 35 nothing against Miami. And then they beat Miami again, actually, by another uh, two touchdowns. And I think Miami is a much better football team than the Jets. And Josh Johnson, just like Temple legend, uh, P.J. Walker, I think they're both scrubs. And I think Josh Allen, who I have money on for MVP, and he deservedly, hopefully deserves it. And I think he's going to win this game by 21. Uh, Josh Johnson's booty. Bills are a much better football team. It's the fucking Jets. Jets are ass. Jets will always be ass. Uh, God bless you if you bet on the Jets. <laughs> yeah, Bert, I'm riding with you here all the way, buddy. Bills minus 12 and a half. I'm going to lock it in now because it is, or the odds are at minus 115. So it looks like a lot of people are jumping on that number. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock that in too. I think if there was a team who is more mad. Uh, this I, is I a beautiful say, bounce back game. For yeah. Them. They yep. literally got embar- nationally embarrassed by the Jags. How yep. do you score six points against the fucking Jags? Don't even get Meyer? in the fucking end zone. Don't even get in the fucking end zone. I, I, think, mean, I think they put up 30 plus against the Jets, and I think they wiped them all through uh, MetLife. Yeah, dude, I, I'm with you here. I, I'm, I'm on Bills minus 12 and a half, minus 13 and a half, too. There's some good value there. I just, like you said, I, this is a great bounce back game, similar to how Dallas feels. Uh, like, dude, Josh Allen's press conference, he literally sat there and just said, we played like shit. That's all he fucking said. So mm-hmm. I, I, he's going to be livid as well. Um, I expect him to come out there and say, fuck everybody. I'm beating the shit out of you. Game over. Uh, I'm on Bills all the way. Nice pick. I think the Bills, they are, uh, they're due for a big one here. There's no way they're going to get beat again by another shitbag team. Pertle, I know you know you're you're new to the show and everything, and you think you're going to start out one and zero, and everyone's going to be <laughs> loving you. But uh, I, I wish you the best. But uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But uh, <laughs> if, it was, if it was Mike White, I would never bet against the goat Mike. Yeah, White. Yeah, fuck Mike White, Josh uh, Johnson, the, bro, get the fuck out of here. I couldn't. I couldn't care if this game wasn't played at all. I mean, I fucking despise both teams. But Pardo, I think you're gonna you're gonna start off one and zero here, pal. One and zero. Oh, let's hope. I'm sitting here picking my toenails. Waiting That's for repulsive. Because I just crazy, I just I just know that this there's seriously not an easier bet I need to make in all of Vegas this week than to just take the Bills. I don't need to look. Pardo said it. <laughs> Philly I'll, pro- I'll probably do some alt spreads on this game too. Probably like minus seventeen and probably sure. minus twenty. Sure. Sprinkle on that. Philly Pert. I'll take him anything. Yeah, first pick, whatever, whatever he says, whatever Philly Pert Let's says. Go goes. Buffalo. I fucking love Buffalo. Those those fans, they'll be taking over Matt Life on Sunday, and the Jets are fucking. They're going to need Fireman Ed, and he's not there anymore to save them. So no, he's Ed, back. What well, back? Well, maybe. But without Mike White, nothing. Josh, Speaking, they could Zach Wilson, Josh. You think Johnson. Mike White got laid after that? After yes. His performance. Yes. Probably. In New York City, he probably. Ooh, I could only imagine. All right. Speaking of Philly. Speaking of Philly, Jock, you're up next. Eagles at the Broncos. Right now, Broncos are minus three. Over unders forty four all across the board. Go ahead. What are you taking? Kind of a weird one again. Let's see. I'm taking. The over. I'm on the over 44. I just think the number is too low. Eagles coming off a loss. Jalen Hurts gets on the microphone. Losing's unacceptable. Will never be acceptable. He wants that offense to click, and I believe him. I believe that he will get that offense going and get them close to winning games. I think the defense is close. It needs to mature. The secondary needs help. They're four and one, the Eagles, after a loss covering the over. Four and one. That's good enough for me. Wow, yeah, I like that. I'm gonna take the over. I'm not gonna question it. I'm gonna hope Jalen Hurts puts that team in the goddamn end zone. And I hope this goddamn town, this fucking city, could finally just see the team win so I could stop going on Twitter and seeing all this bullshit about the Eagles. Win the game, score a lot of fucking points, go over the point total so everybody could be fucking happy. I mean, the over 44, I don't care. Philly Pert, what do you have? Because I hope you say the over. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, 
Since it could be honestly either. I don't know if I'm really going to touch this game since uh, fuck the Eagles. Honestly, the Eagles offense, I think, is is all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have Jalen Hurts in fantasy, so he does well in that. But other than that, they need to start fucking running the football. And without uh, Miles Sanders, who they got, fucking Boston Scott, uh, it's going to be hard since te- you got Teddy Two Gloves on the other side. The over, I mean, it could happen. Uh, Broncos obviously showed up last week against the Cowboys, but I probably won't be touching this game. Honestly, if anything, I'd touch uh, Eagles money line since uh, I'm just not a big fan of the Broncos. And I do like uh, usually betting against teams that won the last week. So uh, I think Broncos, that was a fluke against the Cowboys. Um, Broncos are not a good football team. Teddy Two Gloves is not a good uh, QB, Vic Fangio, like you guys say, he's an NPA boy, but he's not a good coach. Um, I think Sirianni and the Eagles actually win this game. So if anything, I'll, I'll probably sprinkle on the Eagles money line. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles plus three here. I think Denver, you know, they, they played a nice game versus Dallas last week. But as I always, I always find the trend going, you know, you play a nice game, you're due for a stinker the following week. Well, both of these teams do stink, and Jalen Hurts stinks. I just feel like the Eagles, I always say it, they always they surprise you, and they play a team tough, and, you know, it's a field goal game, and you're like, well, son of a bitch, the Eagles played them tough. And I just think plus three with the Eagles here, it's just, it's just the smartest pick you can do here. Uh, honestly, I think the best play uh, from watching Eagles games is betting on the fourth quarter. Uh, I always feel like the Eagles are fucking losing by two touchdowns and somehow always backdoor cover on teams. So uh, I think Eagles fourth quarter live bet, if you want to ever bet a live bet, that's the play to go since every single game I watch, whether it be the Buccaneers, the Chargers, everyone, they always just backdoor cover the Panthers. Um, so definitely the fourth quarter, they always come back. So keep an eye on that if you like live bet. Okay, remember, Sundays are Sundays. Sundays are Sundays. The Eagles like uh... – they like ass. They like backdoors. They like. Yeah. They like. I, I am on. <laughs> I'm on one single play here, and Jock, it's just telling you. Um, I think. I think you're you're due to get on a hot streak here with your locks, and I think this is a good play to get it rolling with. So I'm on. I'm all over the over with you here, buddy. I think it's a good play, and and I'll be telling you. So, Jay, we're going right back to you again because my lock, obviously, if you haven't figured it out by now, is Monday Night Football. So we're going to do that last. Jay, you're up here with the Browns at the New England Patriots. Right now, Patriots are minus one and a half, over under 45 and a half. I'm kind of curious on what you're going to take here, so go ahead and walk us through it. I think the Browns are thrilled. They got Odell out of that locker room, and they showed it Sunday when they laid a beat down on the Bengals, and I think they're by far a better team than New England, whether they have Nick Chubb or not. The offensive line is still going to create running lanes, and I mean they're gonna they're gonna beat New England in New England. Um, I believe I mentioned my lock is the Browns plus one and a half, but I'll definitely be sprinkling money line as well with the plus money. Um, I think you know Miles Garrett and Clowney and all those talented guys might be able to overwhelm Mac Jones in that um, lack of explosive plays that they get on offense. And uh, I just think it's an easy pick here. A little bit too much credit to a New England, even though they are playing well, but Cleveland's just going to outmatch them. Jay, I'm with you here. I think the Browns will win this game. So the value better in me, I'm not even going to touch the spread. I'm just going to touch their money line. Uh, You know, like I said, this is your second lock for this week. You've been hot recently. You kind of got me back on track a little bit, which started my win streak with, with other things too. I carried it over into NHL last week and everything. So why would I stop telling you now? You know, you, you got me back on track. I think you're making some good bets, and, and I'm going to follow you on this one too. So Brown's money line, I think they, they go into New England and win this game. I think that it is important that you mention their defense against Mac Jones. I think that they can really wreak some havoc back there. So all over it, Brown's money line. Love the play. Nice pick, pal. I'm actually probably going to bet on the under on this game. Um, I'm actually seeing that Nick Chubb is probably going to be out because he has COVID. Um, and like you guys already talked about, both these defenses are really good defenses. Um, Baker, I think, is one of the more overrated quarterbacks in the league. He's, I think, 
I would I also think Case Keenum should be starting in that offense. He would be much better in this Stefanski offense than Baker Mayfield. But uh, I'm not putting any I'm not putting any trust in Baker and uh, Mac Jones to give me points, uh, especially against Belichick. Um, I'm taking the unders, especially Nick Chubb's out. It looks like a couple more guys out for COVID. I'm taking the under. To me, it's all written over. Let me take Patriots money line. Patriots money line is my play at home. Uh, Belichick's going to find a way to win this game. doesn't matter. He's going to do anything he could possibly do to win this game. And I'm just going to bet with him. This is a Belichick play. I'm taking him. I'm riding with him. This is what it's going to do. And it's going to be a fucking great play is New England money line. I can't wait till that old kook's done coaching in the NFL. I just, <laughs> I'm just so sick of him. I mean, yeah, he's great. I bet him because I respect him. I'm just so sick of fucking hearing about him. I'm just ready to move on from the Patriots. Me too. All they do is win, though. <laughs> I know. It, it kind of aggravates me too. But All right. All right. So for our last lock of the week, last game of the week, Monday Night Football, this game has shifted two points in the hour that it's taken us to record this. I'm not kidding. We have Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. You guys know exactly what I'm going to take because I love one of these teams and I hate the other one. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, Rams are minus four and a half, minus three and a half in DraftKings right now. Um, I'm all over that line. It was minus two and a half when I first looked at it today. I don't give a shit. Um, fuck the San Francisco 49ers. I've been saying it since week two. I think they're overrated. They beat bad teams. That is all they do. They beat bad teams and they struggle when they play good teams. Rams are going to win this game. I'm even going to bump this up to an alternate spread, maybe minus five and a half, minus six and a half. I am all over the Rams here. Coming off a loss to the Titans, no way, no way this is even a close game. Um, same game parlay going in, I'll tell you right now, probably Cooper Cup. I'll do Matt Stafford over passing yards. Cooper Cup anytime touchdown score. Rams minus two and a half alternate line. And then I'll do a alternate under and I'll bump that line up to probably as high as it can go just to just to add a little bit in there for sure but fucking dude rams all day every day i'm six and one on my locks looking to get to seven and one i don't know if i've been more comfortable with a play yet this year so i'm hoping that that this will bump me up to seven and one and just kind of you know make me feel really good about myself in all honesty yeah, I think the Rams is a solid pick. Um, you just look at the Niners last week. They lost to fucking Colt McCoy. Um, I didn't know that dude was still in the NFL, honestly. Uh, and their only hope is really hoping that Debo Samuel and Elijah Mitchell go off. But uh, you have Jalen Ramsey guarding uh, Debo, and then you got the Rams defensive line front uh, with Elijah Mitchell. And I think it will be another tough week for Mitchell. Uh, he had he had back-to-back 100-yard weeks, but then last week he only had 30 yards, and I think it will be the same. 49ers aren't a good team. Um, Jimmy G's is a decent quarterback, but nothing special. And especially after the Rams lost that on uh, the national spotlight, I think they're due for another big game on national spotlight to uh, get their revenge. Yeah, I expect Aaron Donald to stick his foot up someone's ass in this game. Um I was all over San Fran early in the season. I don't know. They got some bumps and bruises throughout their team a little bit, some quarterback problems. I respect Kyle Shanahan as a coach, and I like the Rams to bounce back after that horrific loss versus Tennessee, who I think sucks fucking cock. And it's going to be the biggest letdown in the AFC playoffs when this thing gets going. (laughs) Uh, Just remember I said that, everyone. But, um, yeah, I expect Aaron Donald foot in someone's ass. All right, yeah, Jay, no, I don't mind boots to asses. There's definitely nothing wrong with sending boots into some asses. Um, you know, what my play is here is, <laughs> is alternate spread. Um, I'm taking Rams alternate spread minus five and a half. I'm going to get I'm gonna get them plus money. I don't give a fuck what happens. They're going to kick the living dog shit out of the 49ers. Uh, it's going to be murder uh, in San Fran. I'm taking them whatever alternate spread. I'll take them all the way up to six and a half to get them even more plus money. They're going to come back and, you know, Jay, you like asses. They're literally going to wipe their ass. Boot. Yeah. They're going to need, 
They're going to need a vice grip to get Aaron Donald's boot out of fucking Jimmy Garoppolo's ass. Yeah. After this game. Yeah. A lot of ass in this game. We, this is our ass kick pick of the week. Doc, you could have just said you were tailing me. You said exactly what I said about the alternate spreads and everything. No, but you didn't talk about ass, though. You're right. I didn't talk about enough ass. <laughs> okay, well, there's another kiss of death. So it looks like we're going to have three plays this week in our uh, – we're going to try that out. We're going to do um, uh, an overall a clutch picks bankroll and only take our, our kiss of death. So we have three plays that we're going to do that with, and um, let's see how she rolls. So I'm a little worried, though. I always get worried when my locks are kisses of death, but – like I said, I'm confident in this one, and I'm looking forward to this week for sure. I feel like we can make a lot of money as a group. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. We really appreciate it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, at Clutch underscore Picks 1, Facebook's at Clutch Sports Gambling. Other than that, you know, we're looking good. We're back on track. We had a 5 and one week last week. We're looking to extend that this week. Be sure to tune in for, to the Twitter for our free picks. You can make a lot of money tailing us. We're hitting over 62%. Pirtle, thank you for coming on this week. We really appreciate you filling in for Nico. Anything you can add here? Win some money, boys. Love it. Special shout-out, Colin. Thanks for coming out. We're going to be hearing more from Colin. I know Corey touched on it. NBA. NHL plays yep. going to be more talking going on about those plays. We're going to be excited to bring Pirtle on every now and then to talk about those plays. I know you guys have been asking about it and you guys want those plays. So we're going to give it to you. The clutch picks crew is ready to roll, ready to roll. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.